Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. How's it going? I'm great. I don't know what happened the first time, but at least now I can I can hear you. I couldn't hear you the first time. Oh, I got you. Yeah, but uh, today is what August twenty fourth on a Monday. And the audience is now listening to The Crow Show. And we are your host, Torch the Poet and... Val the Phoenix. And this is our 11th episode of He Said, She Said. I hope my count is correct. Yes, it is. Awesome sauce. All right, so what I have for you is I was watching... (laughs) I was watching one of my uh, childhood favorite cartoons <laughs> um, called Thundercats and <laughs> it's it, it, it dawned on me like as an adult a lot of the a lot of the um, very relevant to today's um, what's the word I'm looking for I guess context you know I mean Things mm-hmm. from, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Thundercats really had anything like border line. The re- like, relevance, maybe. But re- the other, yeah. Um, to a lot of a lot of today's issues and topics and so forth and so on, and it, and it just had me really dissecting. Like, damn, I didn't see that as a child. Like, I didn't have that type eye. To really pick up on um, some of the blatant <laughs> um, undertones, if you will, um, I was just like, "Damn!" Like I don't remember. I mean, such things as patriarchy to uh, sexual sexualism to a little bit of of racism. Um, it, it just really amazed me. So where I'm going with this is give me three of your most favorite childhood cartoons and like if, if you've really watched those cartoons or any three of those cartoons um, as an adult, you know, did you also like have a, a completely different outlook um on the context and the content of those cartoons. Um, let me think. So I'm just trying to remember some of the ones that I watched when I was a kid. And I've talked about them before. Um, <laughs> you know, just kind of remember, like back in the day, oh, well, what did you used to watch? What do you remember? And, you know, kind of like before your time or after your time, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. see, you know, it's funny because you almost play a game like how far back with the era can you go with what the cartoons you watched or whatever I don't know it's kind of funny yeah. but anyways um like I would have to say um the three would have been like the first one would have been Care Bears mm. um what else the Smurfs mm. and um 
more the funner ones that I had watched that seemed to me like they had no context would have been like Ren and Stimpy and like okay. the Animaniacs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't first have foreseen. Pardon me. Um, you to be a Ren and Stimpy fan. Well, because it was huh. so stupid. Like it was so stupid, funny, and annoying. And yeah, I think why I liked it because it was annoying, because it was the outside the box. It wasn't your mm-hmm. normal, your normal cartoon. Um, I mean, it, it did kind of like have a plot, you know. With there was two dogs, I guess they were, um, mm-hmm. and they used to piss each other off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot Bugs Bunny too, or like those shows and um, uh, Road Runner. I, I said three. I, I that's know. five. <laughs> 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 you managed to slip a few in there, huh? Uh, <laughs> you were starting early with the play on words. <laughs> um, now, see, like for example, if you take um, uh, the Smurfs. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Papa Smurf. Like now, as an adult, <laughs> if I look back, it's like, hmm. You know, he's he's supposed to be the elder in that entire village of Smurfs. Um, if I'm not mistaken, this is where I feel like patriarchy comes in because wasn't there only one female Smurf, which was Smurfette? Yep. So it's like out of the main characters there was just her but I think like in the community I mean I can't okay. really remember but I think there might have been other ones they just weren't the main characters okay but Which, I don't really you know, remember yeah me either and that you know that makes me like just kind of again have that type of discerning eye as an adult where you're you're like you know why is that like why was there only one main uh female example you know and and the smurf i was gonna say in the smurfettes <laughs> and the smurfs you know like why didn't they have more female uh lead characters i guess or or what have you animated female characters um that were certainly like more involved and not like like i mean she had it a, a role as if she's a, a, a human being but she had a role but like I don't know like I, I still feel like there was there was this patriarchy um, within the village you know and that I feel like these cartoons basically psychologically teach kids and, and, and reprogram kids to certainly like pick up on these traits that these cartoons kind of depict if you will yeah yeah I mean because she was her character was she was sweet and she was kind you know and she mm-hmm. was like they considered her to be very pretty you know mm-hmm. and um, and I don't recall her ever being not nice right in the show so I mean that maybe that was submissive kind of like, yeah she wasn't that or anything um and maybe it was just kind of there. I mean, each one of the Smurfs, like the main characters, they had a certain character about them. 
and maybe that's what they were just trying to pinpoint on but like you were saying you know the programming that we watch and I say it as programming because that's what all television is even mm-hmm. going to like commercials or you know all of it is programming mm-hmm. programming the thoughts in our brains mm-hmm. and it's hard to decipher those um, when it's been programmed in you know it's kind of hard to you know like when you're younger you didn't know any better so mm-hmm. you didn't think of those things but then as mm-hmm. you live life you know and especially as an adult then all of a sudden you see them clear as day like mm-hmm. hmm, because of the programming though is mm-hmm. where your brain is conditioned now as an adult like it's 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 just like so effortless how they do that i mean e- even walt disney you know or disney yeah. um a lot of their programming especially is is like really um <laughs> i mean you know it, it's it's sexual content in there um that's almost with like every cartoon like every, that i've every, seen yeah. everything yeah. Like everything is, uh, every cartoon seems to be so sexualized now. Um, I mean, even the way they, you know, they they animate the women or the female characters, what have you. You know, I mean, they make them all uh, rather alluring, if you will, to um, an individual who's a child who doesn't really, you know, know any better how to really separate the fact from fiction or the the fake from real what have you yeah and you know they see that and they're like oh shit you know that perhaps that's that that that's real perhaps right um, like with the princesses i mean usually mm-hmm. the girls they want to be a princess because they're pretty and you know but those princesses pretty much all had a hard life but they don't mm-hmm. see it like that as a kid you just see that they're pretty and they wear pretty dresses and you know I don't even think that they think of it as, you know, there's a Prince Charming in there or anything like that that's going to sweep them off their feet and make them feel better, I think, or, you know, whatever that is. But, you know, it's just the idea of, of, you know, how they look, you know, because that's their first thought, you know, you're seeing what it is on the outside, not really looking at any depth. And you think that's definitely reflective of... uh... You know, like these these fairy tale type of animated programs, if you will. Well, it even goes to like when you meet somebody, how you find them attractive. And usually mm-hmm. they say, well, you have to be attracted to the person that you like, you know, or that mm-hmm. you want to be with or whatever, because it's been programmed into our brain that we have to mm-hmm. do that. You know that they have to yeah. be attractive but what if they are not attractive but they're you know they're in depth their personality their how they carry themselves you know not outwardly but inwardly of how they do things you know we we don't look at that first we end up looking at the outside picture first and then you know we kind of basically make them you know guilty before they're you know um not guilty or whatever but not in a sense like that but you know you just kind of you have a judgment or like a uh, a perception Mm -hmm. you know and you don't dig in deep first it's 
it's always the you know the outside first and then the inside yeah and see it's it's ironic that you you bring that up um the fact of you know the initial attraction to a person um because i was going to actually lead in um and use as a segue kind of a a hypothetical whereas um you're on a first date like basically you met you met someone where you were out shopping or pardon me you met someone when you were out shopping um shopping for groceries what have you and um gentleman walks up to you you all exchange numbers um you all build a report on the phone and he invites you out for a first date obviously you accept so now you all are at dinner and I was going to ask you given that hypothetical scenario what would be five things that would turn you off and have you immediately change your mind about remaining on that date um uh, rudeness and and um judgmental I guess um, you know, like if they got a comment about something about everything, you know, like <laughs> that, I mean, cause everybody it's, I get you're entitled to your opinion, but at the same time, you know, that's, you know, if you're just enjoying the moment like that, that would be a complete turnoff. Um, I, those would have to be the two, um. how they treated me you know I mean I guess it's a first date so like I wouldn't want them to be um, overly nice you know because that's not reality usually Um, you know because when you put on too strong then it's not that they have something to hide but everybody has an upside and a downside so like when they're trying to overdo it you know like not saying that um they shouldn't be polite and things like open the door or whatever and stuff like that but if they're always going to do that then do it but if you don't always do it then it's not necessary yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so that would have to be the other thing which kind of funny but uh, that would be a turn off um so that's three yeah um, and if, if you only have three, then I think if they ordered something for me, you know, mm. I've never had that happen. But if they say, <laughs> "Oh, well, let me let me suggest this, and I'll just order for you or whatever," um, that would be a turn off. Mm. Um, or like if they say to try something like say they ordered one thing and I ordered the other and then we just share or try it or whatever then that's that's cool but not yeah not to order for me mm-hmm. um or what would be another thing if they talked about their mom a lot mm. or exes you know that would be another yeah. that would be another one now, why the, uh, I can definitely understand exes. Um, however, like them talking about their mom, is it because it would, or overly talking about their moms, pardon me, 
um, would it give the impression that that person is a mama's boy or still attached at the hip so this, well I guess it wouldn't be at the hip because that's marriage but I guess attached through the umbilical cord still yeah I mean I mean it's one thing to have a close relationship but it's mm. another to like your mom's still your best friend thing like that's mm. um mm, that's it's a turn off to me because then I feel like you know not that their moms don't have good commentary and stuff like that or even a dad for that matter but um it, it just then that usually means that they have an expectation of for you to be those things like their mom which sounds funny mm-hmm. but that's and I will never meet that expectation so that's why not that I wouldn't be a good person to be with or anything like that you know but I have my own thing I'm not I'm not going to be like your mom you know so when there's yeah so when there's that that's where I go to with that like cuz then you're I don't know cuz No definitely definitely um now you mentioned about rudeness um I'm assuming and again, I'm assuming that that would be applicable to the waiter or waitress. Yeah, or even who, people that are around, like, say, if someone, you know, mistakenly cut in front of them and they say, oh, wow, you know, mm-hmm. or something like that. Like, if they didn't see that it was just an accident or whatever, if like, like if they took things too personal um, and then were rude mm-hmm. like that, or, and that's kind of what I mean with being judgmental and stuff like that, or, or even... Um, talking down about somebody who might be chewing with their mouth open, even though it is annoying and stuff like that. But what if that person can't breathe through their nose? Like you just don't know. So stuff like that. Mental, which sounds like they kind of going, goes hand in hand, pardon me, with uh, rudeness. Um, Now, another hypothetical. Because this one's going to be a doozy. Oh, boy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this one's going to be a doozy. Let me kind of clear my throat. Hold on. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, again, you're shopping. Uh, but this time you're at Wally World, a.k.a. Walmart. Um where it's hurricane season again this is hypothetical given that you're no longer in a hurricane state I'm actually here I'll do like this Um, bad storm system is supposed to hit the Midwest Uh, tornadic activity is on the forecast Um, therefore pretty much everyone within that, that area where the um, tornado alert has been given. Um, everyone's heading to the uh, to, to Wally World and <clears throat> excuse me, and they're you know trying to get get their goods to stock up on their goods, what have you. So you're there, you're shopping. Um, you're going to go ahead and stock up on toilet paper, so you hit that aisle. Now in that aisle, as soon as you hit the aisle 
you've noticed that a younger white woman, I would say maybe about uh, about 23, 24, if you had to take a good guess, has just shoved an elder black woman who is in her late 70s. She shoved her to the ground, taking the toilet paper that was in this black elder black elders hands because it was the last pack and she shouts my life matters over your life matters for this toilet paper some stupid like that or black lives your your black life doesn't matter for this toilet paper something real stupid um after seeing her shove this black elder to the ground what would your reaction be in a situation like that i would have to walk up and say who do you think you are and and then i would offer to buy woman toilet paper myself you know i i would be like i don't i don't even know exactly what i would say like (laughs) i would i would be in shock like i would just see that like, are you, I would be like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me right now? Who do you think you are mm-hmm. doing that? Like, what makes you any better? Mm-hmm. Seriously. Like, I, I wouldn't understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, for one, just the character of the attitude of, you know, you can't be resourceful and freaking get some wipes instead or, or even like wet paper towels or or do something like that Mm -hmm. i think i would have to do say something like that like really you're more able Mm -hmm. and you're gonna you're gonna demean someone who's not as able when they've been your age before are you shitting me right now Mm -hmm. no i haven't seen that so I don't want the audience to think that like damn did you really see that um I didn't I mean as far as the commentary of Um, what she would say like I'm not even gonna get into the ring with that because she's not even a person to reason with or even (laughs) to like not what she said I mean what she would had said was is definitely wrong and I don't agree with it whatsoever um because that's what I mean. That's where I'd come from. Who do you think you are? You know? Um, right. But I wouldn't even, like, address that part of it because of the fact that, like, right. she's obviously not grown enough to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. I, that's the only reason why I wouldn't say anything about that mm-hmm. just, and just offer to help the lady out, you know? Mm-hmm of whatever she might need or something like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if there happened to be a, I don't know, if there's happened to be a store clerk around or something like that, you know, I don't know, be like, make sure you charge that bitch more for that toilet paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. Shit. Open a can of whoop ass. Um, so now another hypothetical, you're the, uh, you're the maid of honor and you're, best friend's wedding your best your best girlfriend's wedding um <laughs> you all are there at the altar when the groom begins to um say his vows to his bride 
where out of nowhere <laughs> stands up his most recent ex-girlfriend so the one before uh before your best friend came into the picture and she she just i mean just shouts out you know stop stop i'm in love with him and you you little bitch you don't deserve him and that 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 crushes your best friend's like heart um and you're just standing there like like this bitch what would your like what would your reaction cuz i heard you say mm, like what would your reaction be in something a scenario like that I would, yeah. again again hypothetical yeah, i think i'd have to get up and escort her out and be like you know what this is not the time and the place and maybe you shouldn't have came in the first place it was gone for a reason so let it go obviously he's with someone who he wants to be with and it sure ain't you because he's not marrying you so i'd be like you now, need to what find if, your own now given that the uh the ceremony was was by invitation only and she obvious obviously got an invite she received an invitation that was probably cuz the wife was just trying to just trying to let bygones be bygones and okay you know, just let it go but then do you do you also look at the groom you know do you think the uh the bride to be should look at the groom and be like you know what what the hell i feel that um, that's something that they would have to discuss you know there's nothing that i would mm-hmm. be able to do the only thing that i could do is just step in and escort that girl out you know whatever their conversation <laughs> is you know between them and on how they're feeling at that moment or whatever you know that's uh, something that they would have to hash out you know uh, either before or after like you know, i mean cuz there's going to be trials in a marriage no matter what oh of know? course so, yeah of course you know if it's going to make it or break it for that day then maybe y'all should wait a little bit then to get married you know maybe there's some things that needs to be discussed first and stuff like that um of becoming a team um to handle that type of situation <laughs> i just <laughs> i'm chuckling because <clears throat> of course you know with our tradition of uh thanks for the prank you quick yeah. would be the greatest prank of that all that would be that would break like 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 the groom is in on it um that would be really shitty but yeah <laughs> but like it's a it's like a, a a cousin that the the bride has 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 never met um has no knowledge of right. <laughs> and like the groom just has her stand up and you know i love you so much and i you know i've never gotten over you and i i, I can't believe you're going to choose her over me you know, just last week you told me how much you cared and you confessed your love for me. You said I was the only one. Like really like just butter it up and you know, make it seem so uh so like the guy was feasible. Like the guy was like literally trying to have his last thing before he got married. Right. Mm. Right. And I'm pregnant with your child too. Mm. <laughs> like that like, would what? be like Are we the, on Jerry right now? Would be the best prank. Like just to, 
I mean, I know, I know people are probably like, wow, you are, you are a prick, uh, Torch. I'm about to say my real name here, but y'all don't need to know that. Um, but could you imagine, like, uh, <laughs> could you imagine? That would be so, that would be, <laughs> be so, so wrong. wrong. <laughs> yes, it would. So but, funny. You know, after the fact, you know, as long as, you know, the wife obviously gets told that it was a prank and a joke or whatever. I yeah. 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 I'm, I'm sure she'd get over it for <laughs> sure. You know, you can only hope. As does something. I mean, because that would yeah. be. That would be funny. <laughs> That'd be so funny. She's, but could you imagine her looking at him like, what do you mean? It's like, a, it's a prank. What? Yeah. I would think I'd, I'd be watching the bride's face to see what her reaction is. Yeah, because that, that's going to be the best. Like, I'm going to fuck you up. Right. Oh. Uh, like I would love to see that. That that would be a, that would be so hilarious. That would be so hilarious. Like I would love to just be in the crowd and uh, see that see that unfold. You know they have uh, like those you, scenarios that you just showed or told me about. They have like I guess a show I've never seen it um, that it it deals with like scenarios like that. It's and it's something like what would the bystander do or something like what would the outsider do and they have <laughs> stuff like that oh, like man. then you know, oh, yeah. I, I don't know what it, like I said I haven't seen it and I don't know what it's called but something like that where you know they're they're pranks but they're not they're just to see what the people's reaction yeah. would be like and what they would do so that would be a good one it's kind of it's kind of like like Ashton Kutcher's uh, punk, yeah, almost right. like that, but it's on the it's on the uh, on the the bystander bystander or, or other person, not the actual like party, right. if you will. Because I mean, well, in that show, yeah. like the wife would have been in on it, and the husband would have been on it, and the cousin would have been on it, but nobody yeah. else would have. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. See that that's perfect. That would be per- that would be perfect as a prank for that type of uh hypothetical right. wedding. That definitely would be. So what you got planned out for this week? Um, well, school's starting tomorrow for Lauren, so we're gonna see how that goes. Had to change the work schedule around a little bit. And um mm. that's that's all that I know. <laughs> I got some little project that I've been been trying to move in a little bit more by hanging pictures and stuff like that on the wall and and things and I worked on my couch a little bit more and been hanging shelves out of pallet wood in Lauren's room to organize her room a little bit and uh, so it's kind of finishing up those projects and I get to um, I've been um, training to drive a school bus um, I got my class uh, B C D L permit. So Okay. Congrats, okay. congrats. Well, we'll see what happens. You know with that I just I have I think like well, I'll drive for three hours on Wednesday and um and uh see how it goes. It's been going good so far. He's the bus driver or the guy who's training me, he's like, You you must have driven bigger vehicles before he's like because you're handling this bus like a natural and I was like oh thank you um some bigger trucks but not bus <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
a U-Haul truck <laughs> and stuff, but not <laughs> not a bus. It's a little different, especially with these streets here and cars on both sides and stuff like that. And you got to turn around them and whatever. I was like, oh, oh my goodness, I'm gonna sideswipe one. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you didn't. I didn't. I don't so plan that's on it. a that's now a good thing. Now learning the bus, and you know the ne- next element to add in is then putting the kids on the bus. I'm just like, oh, you got to haul a whole lot of little personalities, and what that's going to look like. That's going to be. <laughs> I've I've heard some good stories and some horror stories, so we'll see. And I know I must be stoned because it's like you, it's like you said. That's a whole. A lot of little personalities. Oh yeah, I said little, little. And, yeah, oh, it's like you said, little, like like yes. Elmer Fudd. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know, again, Bugs Bunny's one one of those cartoons too, where it's like, as an adult, it's like, damn. They were kind of ruthless. I was gonna <laughs> say, yeah, like he he was very he was very uh very egregious with his methods of hunting. Yeah, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny was you know, clever. Here's always he was always two steps ahead of him. <laughs> hmm. I mean, sticks of dynamite down his rabbit hole, um, shooting at him. I mean, like Elmer Fudd was very, uh, very he egregious. Really just wanted that one rabbit. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, right? Like, there was no others he could have, he could have right. chased, or he or. Like that's the only like like that's some sweet rabbit meat. I've got a hat. <laughs> you fisky fisky rabbit. <laughs> like I've gotta eat you. Like I don't understand like why. Like they 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 couldn't draw any like other. A, it's almost kind of like how a person has an addiction. Like once like even if you were to kill him, <laughs> and then what? Like once you have it, and then it's yeah, gone. Right. And then what? You know how come in cartoons like they don't kill off the the character when it's time? Like you know, if the show is is going to to no longer be uh, aired, if you will, like they don't ever like kill off the the, the main character like they do in uh, sitcoms or um, I mean, heck, even Iron Man or Avengers, what have you, um, did that. You know, it's like. Like, like, how come the cartoon just disappears? Like, like you don't even think of to maybe have some kind of a answer or whatever. Well, those are cartoons and you can always draw them, you know, and so they can last forever. And a person like if they die or something happens in their life where they need a career change or something like that, then that's usually how they kill off that person you know because they're no longer going to be on the show but in cartoons they're usually always on the show except for this one cartoon I was watching which something happened to the original person who was drawing the characters Um, I forget what I was watching something Lauren was watching but anyways um also, and I noticed their features, and they kind of looked the same, but they were definitely off. Like it was a definitely a different artist drawing them. I was like, "That's kind of weird." 
to notice that. So, but I don't know. I don't know yeah. why they. Uh, yeah. Maybe because they don't know what. You know, maybe they don't huh. know what to do after. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Shit. Ain't no telling this day and age. You know. Yeah. I, uh, what do you have planned for the week? I figured. Uh, I want to get to 900 plays, which I'm almost there. Uh, I think I'm only three away. Um, yeah, it's 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 ironic because literally two months to date, um, June 24th, I had 411 plays. So now I'm at 897. Yeah, two months later. So that's a nice surge. I mean, that's that's doubled and then a little bit extra. So um my goal is to keep keep pumping out, you know, these episodes and keep making it happen. Um keep the momentum going. Um trying to think what else I got planned. I need to finish building because I went ahead and ordered a mic um, and then a uh, a mixer so <clears throat> I can kind of like add sound effects and all that good stuff into our episodes. Uh, yeah, it will be, you know. Um, <laughs> if, you, if you say something, I can hit like a like a ding ding, like some type of weird uh well not weird but some type of sound effect and and add it in there just to kind of spice things up a little bit switch things up a little bit um that's really about it i can't think of anything else that's a lot in itself really um because that takes time (laughs) yeah i'm about to learn that that's for sure that should be coming i think it's by friday but i'm going to have to learn i mean it's it's not a lot of uh, uh, buttons or, or intricacies that I'm going to have to really learn because it's not a true professional mixer, which I didn't want to invest that much because well, you know, you're just playing. Uh, right. I have to learn. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm like, you know, once I get it down packed then you know, maybe graduate up to a slightly more expensive and more professional mixer and you know, you can drown out the sound like that, like that background noise. Even with the mix I'm getting now, I'll be able to drown it out. Um, so like little things like that. It's like, all That'll right, be sweet. Cool. I tried something so, different to see if I can drown yeah. out the noise on my end, but I don't know if it worked or not. What? Oh, I what just do you put do? a sock around the microphone so you could still hear me. Yeah. But yet it might drown yeah. out some of the extraness on the outside. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's another thing I want to talk about. It's like, you're very resourceful like I am. And um, <laughs> like, if I could show you how I kind of rigged up my, my boom mic on that's on the headset. Like I, I kind of did like what you did. I put like a, I made like my own pop filter, but I use um, a screen and the, um, the sandpaper, uh, what's the word sandpaper disc from my um 
from my drum right. roll tool and uh, kind of like broke off some type of like little plastic makeshift mm-hmm. arm and uh, <laughs> used a shitload of tape and taped it to the to the boom mic so it can kind of catch a lot of the 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 uh, enunciation of, of like such letters as P and B and um, you know those letters where it's like like buh. right and you so kind of echo say it a little yeah so to speak um, so it's 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 just amazing that like how you'll do what you need to do to get the job done and then you know what I'm saying you'll be able to elevate as you as time evolves like you like I don't know like that that to me is a, is a sign of a true leader um, is someone who will take any given moment any given situation and, and turn it into a favorable right. win um, so I'm a I'm I'm rather astonished, and uh, I admire the fact that you did that. You know, like hey, you know, well, because I know there's some people don't even you know the background noise and stuff like that. The last time, and I just kind of, I mean, I was trying to see if I could find something on a YouTube or a DIY thing or whatever, and they they had um, this one guy posted to put on a like a mic that already has the sponge or whatever, and then they took a uh, like a duster thing and and mm. wrapped it around so because they said that they work in like a lot of wind and and different things like that and it and it cancels mm. that out so i was like well that's kind of cool so then mm. that's when i thought of well what do i have that could maybe do something like huh. that so then i just grabbed a sock yeah. and some rubber bands and tried that out now when i play it back it may very well you know um, have cut it down. You know, I, to be candid, I have the um, I have this this volume booster on my phone so, so that I can really right. kind of hear. Because um, <laughs> I'm trying to do my best and not get so excited and like <laughs> and ramble on really fast. Because uh, <laughs> I'll listen back to some things. I'm like, damn, I was excited. Uh, which is nothing wrong. Um, you know, just just a learning curve to, you know, still try to try to try to get the point across without being overly excited and trying to, you know, like I get, I have to get this in really fast, so I'm gonna go a million miles per hour that, and verbally. But doesn't stick. that take away the candidness a little bit? Yeah, I guess it does. I guess it does. But you know, if someone can't make out what I said. True. True. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? What purpose will it have solved if I'm being candid? But you can't. You can't understand what I'm being right. candid about. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I have to just, you know, slow it down a tad bit on on some of those overly excited moments that I'll have. Ugh. But uh, other than that, yeah, I, you know, just gonna take it easy and. Try to get some things done. Um, been trying to post a lot more on Instagram as well, and certain groups in Facebook. And really, that's about it. You know, keep this keep this forward progress going. That's yeah. all we can do. For sure. I mean, it's always 
like what we were talking about in um, our last episode of, you know, that it takes time for things to change, you know, but as long as there's a start. So kind of like what you're saying, like, you know, when you you just put something into motion and you and you or even make something to be somewhat practical to help you out and then you learn how to tweak it or whatever and, you know, um, maybe you might find a, or think of a better idea or something like that. And I think that's, you know, how things start to evolve, you know, when you just make that, but it takes that first step. You have to do the first step first and then, you know, tweak it as you go along. Yeah. Yeah, no, you know, it's, it's a growth process and, you know, if you don't learn while you're growing, then shit, you know, you're, you're not growing. Like you're just spinning your wheels and you're going nowhere. But yeah, I mean, I, I went and got a white, a whiteboard and everything. Um, so I'm looking at that right now, just kind of thinking, um, because one of my podcast goals is to have 2,000 plays per day. And that's a heck of a lot. But yeah, it's achievable. It is. It's definitely achievable. Um, and, you know, that comes with having more and more content. Um, and, you know, providing more episodes for people to listen to. And different topics of discussion, so forth and so on. And yada, 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 yeah. yada. So... You know, I, um, I'm just not like I, the greatest thing. And I, and I mentioned this on one of the other podcasts, but I had my uncle, um, who really showed me support. It wasn't just a monetary aspect, but it just came out of nowhere. And it's like, I, like, I, I look more at the fact of him willing to support me, um, in every aspect is like just a just a, the the boost that I needed, you know, to kind of set fire to this passion and and you know just keep keep trucking basically, you know, not not give up and just uh just keep putting out content, just be true, you know, true to true true to myself, living in my truth, right. you know. Um, so I'm like, oh hell, why not? You know, fucking. I don't know. It, it, to me, it's like, what else is there? You know, like. To me, this is. I love to talk, so this is a passion, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, yeah. might as well make the right. most of it. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about that one other time too. It's a gift, even though, you know, you might have downplayed yeah. it or whatever before, but now you get to use mm-hmm. the gift. Yeah. And it's yeah. an honor, you know, and I can't complain, especially to be on my own podcast and have you as my co-host for these segments where we get to just freely talk and freely express ourselves. And, you know, I can ask silly questions that really aren't silly, but they do challenge. Um and you know, I mean, the hypotheticals that I speak of, <laughs> they can definitely right. happen. Yeah. And, you and, know, and it probably has um, happened in someone's lifetime. Probably has, yep. You know, that's the sad part. More so, I'm chuckling over the, the wedding and not the, <laughs> yes. the hypothetical. Right. Part, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can definitely see someone, you know, going through that. Like, oh, he's 
he's mine, bitch. You know, <laughs> like what? Um, but you know, hey, that's that's the beauty of doing this is is to just have fun and just have these conversations where it's almost like Seinfeld conversations that really aren't about right. shit. <laughs> what are you pulling out some wine? For me? It's like you, yeah. It's not like you like you put out put out the cork out of a wine bottle. That was hardly even loud. That's funny. Um, actually, no, I. I told you. Yeah, no, I actually just uh, poured last of my little bit of gin <laughs> that I had. Uh, <laughs> you're like you're like wow, su- supersonic right? ears. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, I have that volume booster. <laughs> I can. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like you, like, truthfully, it may be really filtered out really good. Um, when I played this back, I just that volume booster. I mean, this thing is like cranked up to 120%. So, you know, I could probably hear the bird's wings flapping by right now if, if it flew by you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, that's what I was trying to cancel out some of my stuff with using the sock, but I guess it didn't. Yeah, it probably did. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Like I, like I said, I, <laughs> I'll find out. But I'm over here, I'm over here chuckling because I got my eyes closed and I'm thinking about Homie the Clown from the oh, Little Color. Yeah, I used to watch that show all the time yeah. too. Uh, homie don't play yeah. that. He, he hit the hit the with yes. the sock. <laughs> oh, wasn't that one of the Wayne's brothers? So that's what. Yeah, that was yeah, Damon Wayans. Yep. <laughs> Homie don't play Those that. Those guys are awesome. He he was like he he was the overly egregious clown who seemed to have, seemed to have this ill disposition. Like he was he, he was the oxymoron version of what a clown a clown right. should stand for. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> I mean he was like everything everything but everything but happy and cheerful. Right. <laughs> But many people like after he said that, like uh, many people use that same verbiage. They're like, "Homie, don't play that." Oh yeah. But they'd hit anybody with a sock, though, but you know. Would I look? Would I look like a clown? Homie, don't play that. Like it's funny. A friend of mine, she um, she, I've never heard the term before, but she had said it the other day. The jig is up, and then I heard. Yeah. What was it on? I think it was a song, and it was. Was it a song? I can't remember. Anyways, but it was used from a white person or whatever, and like just not. I never. I mean, not that. Not that that verbiage is <laughs> a, a black person's verbiage, but she is. You know. So I was. I, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um. I was just surprised. Like, oh. Well, that's interesting because it was like an it was an older song, like from, mm-hmm. from a while ago, and I was like, yeah. "That is interesting." The jig is up. Hmm. And they probably used the word "jigaboo." No, they didn't. Nope they they said the jig is up, uh, like with the same uh, meaning mm-hmm. definition of what how she was saying it. So I I don't know. I just had to oh. I had to laugh. I was like, oh, that's "Interesting." Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that new. is. I thought it would have. Been. Well, I've heard that all the time. Well, not all the time. But I've heard that many a times. You know, the jig is up. 
It's like it's like your ass has been caught. Yeah, right. You know. Um, but yeah, no, I, <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna be like, man, that that had like like tremendous racist undertones from back in the day. Like I picture like you ever read this book, um, oh, the Great Adventures of Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry I Finn. I don't know if I have ever read it, um, but I did watch like the shows or whatever that they had or something. My mom, my mom got me that book when I was young, and I I never forget like running to her because it had a character character in there named Nigger Jim. <laughs> And I, I never forget running to my mom like, oh my gosh, look at this word. Um and and again it's like the 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 boldness to be able to put stuff like that in a child's book was like like damn, you know, even back then, I think I was maybe about eight or nine. Well, that was I mean, I don't know um, if it was acceptable necessarily, but during that, you know, before that I mean it was an acceptable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. verbiage and, and not not really mm-hmm. they they no one really was offended by it it was more so how they were being treated you know not necessarily what they were called mm-hmm. but how they were being treated you know was more the offense than it was so the word mm-hmm. yeah I uh I was, I'm shocked, like I am, because now it's like everything is so like, ooh, don't right. say that, um, don't do that, you know, and it's like, why, you know, like, where, where's my freedom of speech, you know, where's my, my freedom to think what I want to think and freedom to voice my opinion, like, right. what's up, you know, um, and I tell you, just doesn't seem like things are going to you change know, either. Like you were saying, um, um, even with the with the um, cartoons and stuff, like you're, they're relatable mm-hmm. even till today because not much has changed. You know, just like mm-hmm. the the song. There's a song called Changes. Um, yeah, and that was written and sung or sang or whatever a long time ago you know at least at least yeah. 20 30 years ago if not more was it the beatles that wrote um, that um i don't it's a change no, not that song um this, uh, this one thanks. this one was more of, um <laughs> it, it just talked about you know how we treat each other and stuff like that uh and something things will never be the same um Oh, Eric Clapton's song. That the I don't know. Yes, Eric Clapton. Things will never be yeah. the same. Um, Tupac, Tupac right, sampled exactly. it too. That's that's the version that Eric Clapton song. Tupac one, and then. But then <laughs> look, look, check out that, check out that dynamic. Now here I am. <laughs> Here I am naming off uh, pretty much like the the white artist, and you're like, shit. I'm I, I'm up to referring to, <laughs> to right, Tupac. But, if, but there was this person who sang it before Uh-oh, he actually sang it. That um sounded. Well, that's Eric Clapton. I don't know. I don't know. I have to hear his version to know if that's the version or not. But anyway, but it it like I listen to it now, even when I listened to it then, and I'm just like, it's still the same. 
Like, why can't we get this through our head to make a change? Like, why does it have to always be this way? Because that's that's how the world, well, that's how our country, better yet, was set up. It's a it's a systematic plan, a well ran, well oiled machine in the system. Like when ever since I was a kid, like I've always had that. But why, you know, or that you know people thought of it as rebellious, and that I didn't have, or that I had problems with authority and stuff. I don't have any problems with authority. It depends on where it's stemming from. You know, if it's meant for the greater yeah. good, then okay. But if it's meant for just you know, to, you know, get ahead to screw somebody else over. I'm not about that. Like, I, I don't, no, yeah. you know, why does one thing have to happen to make another happen and someone gets treated like shit? Like, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's unacceptable. Um, but again, sad part is it's, it's, it's part of that, part of that plan, you know? I mean, like, like, you would think by now there definitely would be a, a a greater grasp on just I mean, damn it, all the the injustices and all the inequalities and the patriarchal so. or patriarchalism. Um, you would think by now, but it's like, it, it, you know, it, it, it's weird. It seems like it teeters back and forth between being somewhat close to being uh, subsided and then boom, right. boom all of a sudden you know yep. oh, back Something on again blows up. and but, you know that's kind of what I'm thinking of, like it then stems from programming the, the television in general mm-hmm. the, the news the, the, the shit that we watch you know the shit that we listen to and not that it's all huh? shit you know so, uh, some of it you know actually does do some good because if it didn't, then mm-hmm. it would be really, really shitty right now if it none of it benefited, you know, in mm-hmm. one way or another. Mm-hmm. But it's like, gosh. I mean, does it end? And the filtration process is definitely like flipped. Um, you know, before before you couldn't say you know uh, bitch or uh, use certain derogatory terms like you can now and during the daytime at that I don't necessarily Um, think that's a good thing but no heck no heck no Um, it should never work that way but sad reality is that is the way it has definitely flipped one thing was my argument one time you know it would, and it was with this salon that I worked at. They had said that you know you're not allowed mm-hmm. to you know talk about religion and stuff like that, which I wasn't. You know, if I was, then it was just you know understanding what each religion, why they did the things that they did, but not putting anybody down or anything like that. But I did talk about God a lot, and so she was thinking that that was more religious. And I was like, well why is it that I can listen to all this other stuff and we're listening to the radio and things like that that have negative commentary in it but I can't talk about God like I'm not understanding this like why is it that I have to do this and we're doing this you know like I'm just 
I don't understand. It's not that I'm forcing people to agree or forming a group or anything like that. It's just it's just talk. So I'm like, yeah. I don't like you. Well, they had, they had said, well, you know, my some of my people don't want to hear it. Well, that's life. There's a lot of shit we don't want to hear. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> shit. A lot of a lot of shit that's forced down our, our throats forced for us to watch yeah. listen to mm-hmm. like yeah come that's, on that's so that was my argument Please. like you know and it wasn't just that but like why can a person be free to be like that to do that like even in school or whatever if you if a kid wanted to carry around their bible all the time or whatever it is that they were learning from in a you know faith-based type of way why can't they? You know, why are you going to say they can't have it? Yeah. Which I'm thinking they're allowing yeah. more so that to happen, but not too many kids will do something like that, though, either. No. Yeah, no. No, that's... Because that's uh... not... That's not... <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that, that, that child may very well be setting him or herself up for uh, a, a, a school year of bullying. But I feel like, I mean, that stuff, that stuff happens anyways. You know, if you, if you don't wear, like, when I grew up up here when I was younger and went to, like, middle school and stuff like that, I didn't have name brand stuff, nor did I really care. But, like, if you didn't, then you weren't the end person. And for me, I mean, I was always, well, whatever. I don't want to be in then, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You're like, fuck it. <laughs> and like it's not that serious for me to have to be in and it wasn't necessarily their fault you know it's just that that's what their parents you know instilled and, and stuff like that and not necessarily that it's a bad thing but if you're going to put me down for it then yes it's not cool <laughs> yeah no there's nothing fucking cool about trying to talk shit about someone who doesn't have name brand just because right. you do I mean doesn't make you better than that person like you know there's the like what's the what's what's the the true difference between something that has quote unquote a name brand tag on it versus something that does not like you know there's really no difference except for that name brand tag i mean the only difference that could possibly be is maybe some quality but a lot of times maybe it just depends on the the makers themselves and what the products was that they used and and stuff like that you know then that's Mm -hmm. what really determines but it doesn't necessarily have to have a certain name on it you know yeah i I mean my grandma made homemade quilts and they last forever (laughs) yeah because because of the craftsmanship that's why you know all that craftsmanship she's She's not trying to mass produce 1300 right. and, you know, just get them out the door right. in a matter of a month. So that, oh. to me, that kind of, you know, just like with the products that we buy now, you know, they, they're, uh-huh. some are cheaper, but some are even more expensive, but they're uh-huh. built shittier and they last less time than they used to. Like even like the big honky uh-huh. televisions or, you know, the big kitchen appliances or even your stove and stuff like that, like. The ones that lasted were, you know, the old, like the, especially the old stoves, you know, the 
um, <laughs> cast iron ones and whatever. You just had to teach the kids to stay the frick away from it, just like you still do with this stove, except for you can touch the side of it now. <laughs> you weren't able to before. Yep. Put, put wood right? in there, and that you know. Lasted. That stuff still lasts. And most of those other machines or whatever, they don't, they don't do. Like even wash machines, like why can't you just, there's a small wash machine that maybe you could put in five or six articles of clothing in for 300 bucks and I'm like what? That's what my tub is for are you kidding me? I'm not spending 300 or 500 dollars on something that's only going to hold five articles of clothes that's craziness like why would you do that? I mean that's that's what we're being taught that's what we're being reprogrammed you know hey smaller is 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 better and more beneficial and and like in in some in some cases it is you know but you know like for the most part it's like uh not in every incident like you know like (laughs) like you just said i don't want to be washing one basket of clothes in a washing machine that cost me anywhere from three to seven hundred dollars like that's not practical I mean, I think that's why I like being so resourceful and stuff, not because necessarily of what something costs, but for the one to to have the basics. So in case if you don't have those type of things and you still know how to survive without it. And and yes, with money, like I'd much rather spend it on something either, you know, if I were to go you know, on a trip someplace or something like that. Like, I'd much rather spend it on that or I'd much rather, you know, <clears throat> do things like that instead of, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Frivolously spending. I mean. Uh, I know, it's no avail. Okay. To no avail. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's funny. Like, even just thinking of, like, when... You know, we look at people who seem to be well off, but I'm like, you can't take that shit with you when you go. Like, what does it matter? To yeah. Yeah. Shit. I agree with you. It's like shit. I mean, you know, invest it. Help help others. You know, help your loved ones. Do right yeah. by it. You know, it's not that difficult. Just helping your neighbor out. It should be rather easy. Yeah. Like as, yeah. Why not? as for instance, like go ahead. Buy a, well, I was going. I was going to say, you know, buy buy riding lawnmower, something, you know, to that effect, a snowblower. You know, pay off someone's flood insurance. You know, do like the unthinkable. Right. You know, like even if you don't have it like that, like I mean, with my car, I'm letting I've let my friend borrow it a couple times when they needed it and stuff and they need it tomorrow and you know insurance talks down about that but you know what I pay for it it. you know what I mean like shit it'd be okay I'd much rather do a neighborly thing and help somebody out than worry Mm -hmm. about how I'm gonna get screwed like they wanna you know do something like that then whatever yeah yeah, that, that's gonna come back on them, big time. 
You know, that's all, that's all you can say. And that's, that's, that's about the best way to look at it. Like, you know, if you want to be a fool and do that shit to me, then deal with the, deal with the consequences, the repercussions. Right. Oh, <sighs> well, my dear, I'm going to call it a night because it is 1215 and I am stoned and I am mellow and I am a bit tired. Well, sounds good. We re- reached our so, usual point of like, well, tonight it's just a little over an hour, so that's not too bad. No, not too bad. And uh, maybe this Sunday we'll reconvene so we can get another episode in. And uh, I won't take forever to post this one. I was trying to edit out something on the last one, but I was like, forget it. I'll leave oh, it in what there. Was that? And. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll, okay. I'll text it to you. All right. Yeah. It's nothing bad. Yeah, it's nothing bad. Just, it was basically something I was embarrassed about on my oh, end. That's all. So you're trying to take the candidness out of it, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, I said, it was just, I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> I just felt embarrassed. Yeah, it was, it was nothing verbal. I, I felt embarrassed, but I'll I'll text you and tell you exactly what it right. what it is. Right. Well, you have a but, good uh, evening, and it's always been a pleasure. Same, it's been my pleasure. Love you, and we appreciate you all listening to us. You all being that the audience, true. listening. Yeah, I, I know, right? Because without you all, we don't have a reason, I guess, to. Well, I won't say we have a reason to talk, because <laughs> I know I'm a motor mouth, but. <laughs> you know, I have a reason to record at least. Uh, so we thank you all as our audience. Um, once again, this has been the 11th episode. Um, I don't know what title I'll put to this one, but it's it's the 11th episode for our weekly segment called He Said, She Said. And signing off, we are your host, Torch the Poet and... <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, you almost got caught up there. Like, am, am I? Am I? Well, oh, yeah, yeah, that is me. Say and, like, but you said and, so then I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we are collectively a hot mess, and I, I I love it. All right, have an awesome night, and I'll shoot you a. Shoot you a text and you know, I'll tell you what All I was right. talking about. <laughs> Talk with you soon. Bye. <laughs> uh, bye. <laughs>